0: (laughs) Hello, everybody. So thanks for tuning in to uh, Peeling Back the Fourth Wall today. Uh, We are excited uh, to have today's episode. Uh, We are going to be memorializing uh, some, you know, uh, entertainment and uh, film-related concepts Uh, over the last year or so, uh, a little bit past that for a few of these topics. Um, but yeah, we're excited. Um, you know, Aurora is uh, very, uh, patriotic for one. However, she loves to celebrate any holiday that there is. Um, she's trying to, she's trying to petition for a national, uh, give your pet a treat day, uh, where every day, every hour of the day you have to give your pet a treat. Um, so she is currently petitioning for that. We'll see if it ever comes to fruition. Uh, But as I said, she does love her holidays and in light of the fact that yesterday was Memorial Day We wanted to memorialize uh, some things here Uh, Recent developments uh, some maybe not so recent just depending on uh, what your uh, take of recent and the word is and so with that uh, Rora and I will uh, jump right into it here with some of our topics and we have a little new snooze at the end uh, So it should be a shorter episode today because uh, everybody's probably catching back up on their work and things like that for this Tuesday after the holiday So we won't take up all too much of your time, but just wanted to have some fun with it here So that being said We wanted to say goodbye to some of these various concepts ideas and things in the entertainment world Goodbye, respect we had for Dave Batista. The consistent whining and complaining about your role in the MCU, yes, I mean Marvel Cinematic Universe, has just left us completely confounded in how you can possibly complain about being a part of one of the, not one of the, the greatest film franchise in history. I don't understand how you can continue complaining when this has really put your face and legacy on the map. And the fact that you want a lead role which many would argue that you have because comic relief in the MCU is something that everyone loves and appreciates and you are at the front and center of that, my friend. But, sadly, it's getting to the point where we almost wish to say goodbye to you in the MCU, which is hard to say because we love content and consistency in our content. And changing the character would definitely be a struggle. But is that what it's coming to? I don't know. So goodbye to the respect that we once had for you. I do not believe that we could salvage it at this point. Goodbye to Johnny Depp's reputation and being a, being listed as an A-list level actor with the Pirates of the Caribbean movies you jumped into stardom not that you weren't verging on that before but it literally puts you on the map and while Jack Sparrow soared into our hearts watching the Pirates movies and your portrayal of the character is what caused such great success for the five films that were produced. It's sad to say we will no longer see Captain Jack Sparrow. And it is horribly sad that at the peak of your illustrious career we had to end it so quickly. For your actions. Off screen. Goodbye. To the original. Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp's. Death of his career. Off site. Off screen. Has killed off. The beloved Captain Jack Sparrow. And the. Triangle of Friends with Jack, Elizabeth and Will, will never again touch on our hearts the way it has over the years. The great, amazing franchise that was developed and blown from a cannon into stardom and as a top franchise in the world now sinks slowly. To the bottom of the ocean. And for those of us who know and respect the films that were made beforehand, we know and we are aware that the new Pirates films, yet to come, shall never, ever encompass what we got with the originals. We will miss you, Original Pirates of the Caribbean. As your second incoming rendition soils your good name, in the words of Captain Jack Sparrow. Goodbye to a chance of a successful DC universe on film, on screen. Goodbye to the chance of us seeing. The amazing Justice League brought to the big screen in a way that is respectful. A way that delights fans of your comic book content, the butchering of your films to throw together this horrid story that is now the Justice League franchise has deeply depressed all of us from what we were so excited to see. Maybe if you had taken some time and instead of running like the Flash, maybe slowed things down a bit to see... Everything you were skipping along the journey. You would see the frustration that all of us fans have now. That you created. When you made this film. And when you started to continue down the path. Of this film franchise. We are here to memorialize many things in entertainment. And many things in the movie industry. And this is one that we would not be sad to memorialize the entire content and scrap it back to page one. It is sad to see what great, great content could have been developed and amazing stories could have slowly been built over time to rival that of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to now be a complete confusing mess to anyone and everyone that hoped so much to see the great franchise turn in to the DCEU. Goodbye to the lack of fresh content for Star Wars and Jurassic Park as Netflix's series Camp Cretaceous has developed so much great content. Somewhat original content. Fixing together plot holes. Putting together the questions we had between the Jurassic World films and when they took place. Your new content added to the Jurassic Park franchise will never be appreciated as much as it should and if you have not had a chance to see the Jurassic Park content Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous on Netflix please check it out it's an amazing film and for Star Wars The content of The Bad Batch hitting Disney+, Plus, as well as many, many series to come with Kenobi and others centered around maybe even the Mandalorian franchise and other content moving forward. Dave Filoni being moved to Executive Creative Director of Lucasfilm. Rest assured, all of us fans out there are delighted to know that new, fresh, and exciting content We'll continue to come our way from the abysmal atrocity that was the disney film trilogy of the skywalker franchise goodbye to a lack to, goodbye to yet another character in the harry potter universe losing continuity Yes, we all weep tears, we all were sad to see the exit of the actor for Albus Dumbledore. We are all sad to see many other characters in the Harry Potter franchise change actors abruptly in the middle of the movies. Some of us not noticing so. However, rest assured, we will do an episode to highlight those characters and make sure you are aware of moving forward. And maybe to get you to re-watch the content that is the Harry Potter series But now that Johnny Depp's career has ceased to exist outside of the Harry Potter franchise, we are sad to see that Grindelwald and the character that has been Grindelwald shall be recast and redone. Though we are not sad to see Mads Mikkelsen take over the role, for he is a wonderful actor to succeed in that position. It is yet another that has been plagued by this possible curse of Lord Voldemort himself. At a horrendous amount of recasted characters throughout the series, jeopardizing the continuity of the franchise. And goodbye to hopes of seeing Kathleen Kennedy stop ruining. Star Wars or is it not goodbye but rather see you soon? Disney CEO Bob Chapek says that he is staying that she is staying that Kathleen Kennedy is staying with Lucasfilm she is continuing to be the president of Lucasfilm and will continue to be there over time and this is somewhat shocking news to us Star Wars fans. We have for a long time now reveled in the excitement, thinking that she would be leaving Lucasfilm. And now Bob Chapek has said that she may be continuing on. This is very upsetting to a lot of us, and we hope that this somehow is rectified. And Bob Chapek, who has made a few mistakes lately with the Disney franchise itself, we will start to understand you're going to kill this franchise off if you do not get rid of Kathleen Kennedy and what she has done. If an overwhelming majority of your fans wants to kick her out, please kick her out. Please get rid of her. I do not wish ill will on many, but if it's ill will on one person for the entertainment and the success of a franchise that wins the hearts of millions of people, I think it's okay to fire her. I really do. However, recently promoted Dave Filoni to executive creative director, maybe this will keep her in check. Maybe this will allow her to shut up and sit there and have a president's title in a chair somewhere while Dave Filoni actually puts good content out there for Star Wars. We can only hope that this is what happens. And this gives us a new hope, just as Episode Four did that Dave Filoni will be the chosen one and rid us of the absurd evils that Kathleen Kennedy has brought to the Star Wars franchise. We can only hope. And now, continuing on the news, uh, with the news snooze, Aurora will be taking her nap during this episode, uh, during this part of the episode, as the news is boring to her and she chooses to snooze during the news. Amazon did in fact buy MGM. So, if you did listen to last week's episode, we did hint at the fact that they were looking at buying the mega film franchise or the mega film company, MGM, which holds rights to films like James Bond, along with others, and TV, many TV series along with it. Amazon did in fact buy MGM, um, as we said a minute ago. Uh, they have in fact bought that. It's their biggest acquisition since Whole Foods, so Amazon continues to grow across multiple platforms and increase their portfolio in what they offer. So this is good to hear. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Definitely the James Bond movies that were coming out were not necessarily hitting as well as I believe they could have, and as well as many James Bond fans and others out there, film fans of cinema, believe they could have as well. So with that, hopefully this can help to revamp that along with other pieces of content from the MGM vault. Another interesting piece of news that we saw was that a uh, article had had discussions with um, Disney executives uh, and actually found out that in 2016, Disney attempted and came very close to buying Time Warner, which is Warner Brothers. Guys, this is huge. Think about this. Think about it. Like, I'm going to have to do an entire What If episode on this. But think about what would have happened now, Harry Potter, produced by Warner Brothers, would have fallen under Disney. What would that have done to Universal and the Harry Potter park? What would that have done? It would been very interesting to see that. Along with many other elements here because you have DC, DC Comics, you have all the Batman movies, all of the Superman movies, Wonder Woman movies, all of that content now put in the hands of people who understand how to handle it and deal with it. That's great, but we didn't get to see it. Man, if only we could have saw that. If only we could have seen this actually happen and Disney by Time Warner because then the DCU which we just memorialized and mourned a little bit for in our hearts maybe could have actually came to the to life guys oh it's so upsetting to hear that it's so upsetting to hear it but maybe at some point it'll get there again who knows if the DC universe continues the way it is i likely could get there pretty soon but uh, we can only hope that All of it gets figured out for the DCU and many in the Warner Brothers franchise. It just would have been a really interesting concept to think about that Warner Brothers would now have been owned by Disney. And oh, what content they would have made with it. Next up, Black Adam uh, is looking to actually have its own franchise, right? This is so boring to me. This makes absolutely no sense to me. Black Adam is not a mainstream character in the DC universe. He is not a you know, top 10, top 20 character. And the fact that they're wanting to do this really just shows that they're relying on star power. Guys, what are we doing here? Just because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is casted in a role, oh, we have to give him his own franchise now because we only rely on star power, right? We only rely on guys who can have their shirts off and show off their pecs and bounce cherries off of their pecs, right? So, if, like, guys, seriously, like, Dave Bautista is sitting there whining and crying and complaining that he doesn't have enough content in the MCU. And you're going to sit there from a, a character that's not even developed yet, that's not even been on the big screen yet. People, You don't even know how people are going to receive it, and you're sitting there saying that you're planning a franchise of his his own? Wow. Dave Bautista is probably going to sit there and, like, complain about that next week. I guarantee it, right? He's going to sit there and do it. Um whatever. It's just ridiculous. Like, don't rely on the star power. Don't make this person a bigger deal than what he is. There's not enough content there. I mean, yes, there is content, but it's not as much content as many of your other characters that you can focus on. So, whatever. See what happens with that. Then, Aaron Taylor Johnson, okay? Many of you will know him as Quicksilver in the Avengers franchise. Yes, the one that died in Avengers Age of Ultron. Um... He is actually to be casted as Craven the Hunter in the 2023 film that's coming out. Now, this is very exciting because, one, Craven the Hunter is an amazing Spider Man villain. Cannot under, understate that. Cannot overstate that. You can't. Like, or understate it. Whichever one, it doesn't matter. But you can't. You can't get excited enough about that because Kraven the Hunter is an amazing, amazing villain to Spider-Man, and it's so great that the villain is going to enter the franchise here. We are very excited about that, um, and I think he will do a wonderful job with the role, but there are definitely some hesitancies here. First off, I hope they do not keep the actor... Like, they need to separate how he looks a lot from Pietro, from the Avengers Quicksilver franchise, right? They really need to separate that look and make him appear to be a completely different person so that it can't ever blur the lines of Quicksilver, all right? Because if they don't do that, this could jeopardize what we all want to see of the Spider-Man villain universe that they're creating, the Spider-Man universe that they're bringing all these characters and villains and things to be a part of, not being able to enter into the MCU. As it is today like it it would be so upsetting to see that we all want to see Venom be a part of this we want to see Craven you know it's just we want to see Morpheus you know the the vampire story that's coming out like we all want to see those characters make it a part of the MCU at some point you know maybe even a Justice League dark go up against these people so who knows we'll see what happens Um, but hopefully they can keep that character separated enough on the screen from the role that he played previously. Next up, William Defoe's Green Goblin is rumored to be the upcoming Spider-Man villain. That is so epic, guys. I cannot tell you enough how epic that is. <sighs> William Defoe is amazing. He's an amazing actor. I-, I love watching him in so many franchises. He recently did a great job um, in the... Um... Oh, man. What's the... What's the Keanu Reeves that John Wick? John Wick. He recently did a great job in John Wick One. Like he's just an amazing actor. He brings a great presence to the screen, um, and really is just good at his craft, right? So this would be great to see him come back and reprise that role. I think he did such an amazing job as the Green Goblin. Um, I don't think someone's gonna do such a, an amazing job like he did in that role. So hopefully we can see that come back to the big screen. That would be amazing to see it return. Um, So, yeah, fingers crossed that we will see that. And last news here, as we are trying to keep this a bit short with everybody catching up from the holiday, Sony execs want a Sinister Six movie for Spider-Man. Now, for those of you who don't know, Sinister Six is actually a plot line that was being developed by Sony when they were doing the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, okay? The Sinister Six is a plethora of villains that are brought together against Spider-Man, and these are traditional Spider-Man villains they, there is a lot that are a part of the Sinister Six. Typically they are led by Dr. Octopus, Dr. Otto Octavius. Uh, the Lizard is traditionally a part of them. Uh, the Shocker's been a part of them. Mysterio's been a part of them. Um, you know, The Vulture. There, there's so many Spider-Man characters that have come in and out and been a part of the Sinister Six depending on the adaptation that you're reading or seeing um, in a cartoon series or whatever. And this would be amazing to see on screen. Um, I think it would be awesome to develop it. Um, however, the way that Marvel is currently making their Spider-Man films and the way they're making Tom Holland appear as Spider-Man, I don't know if he would. I don't know if anyone would believe that he would be capable of actually defeating a Sinister Six. So we'll see. Maybe they, you know, mature him and make him a little bit stronger things like that in the upcoming films. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Or maybe even they bring in some help, some other star power with some other uh, heroes from the MCU. We'll see what happens. But with that, uh, we will let you get on to your day. Uh, Happy Memorial Day to everyone. I know it was yesterday, but we're making up for that. And Aurora will be taking her nap now. Her, well, she's been napping, so she will continue her nap now. And uh, we will get ready to take her on a walk as soon as she awakens from this. So with that being said, thanks everybody. Talk to you next week.